Hey y'all, we is back, back with another short and sweet message. I feel on my spirit to discuss today um, just about kind of what God is teaching me through um, this this relationship with him as, as I'm growing and he's continuing to teach me things. Um, and it really, it really kind of dawned on me after or during my last Bible study where we were doing a study on God being all or nothing kind of God. And as I'm thinking about like how, how our relationship is, and so God's been taking me on some really, um, kind of deep studies and I've been reading a lot of Old Testament and really kind of learning his character, um, learning, the way in which he communicated and things like that. And, you know, God isn't a changing God just because we're not in the times of the Old Testament. He is still the same God. The only thing that has changed is the times, but he, you know, will remain the same. And so there's still a lot that he's kind of unfolded with the studies that he's been giving me. But a big thing that was on me was just about like, what do we, what do we pray for? Why do we, why do we pray? Why, um, why do we, you know, ask, ask things of God, but we're okay with not getting answers. And so I thought about that because as we were in the study about God being all or nothing God, we were talking about um, expectations and raising your expectations. And since I do, I give so many analogies about what this relationship is with him. I give so many analogies with like a relationship with another person. And when you're in a relationship with someone you have expectations of them. When you get with them in the beginning, your expectations are, I would assume, I would hope, <laughs> are lower than what they are later on in your relationship. So in the beginning, you date in, you date in somebody, you expect them to probably communicate at a certain level, you know, to talk to you maybe once a day. You expect them um, to want to go out on dates. You know, if you're a girl, you're expecting that the guy's probably paying for these dates. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got certain expectations. As you're you know, entering into a marriage with someone, you're expecting, you know, loyalty. You're expecting, you know, that they'll be a good parent one day. You know, some of, some of these things are your expectations. And so in the same way, why do we feel like it's not okay for us to have expectations with God? Why are we just okay with, yeah, you know, I pray and, you know, some prayers get answered, some don't like, huh? (laughs) When I really think about that, my expectations with my husband, like I don't expect that, you know, when I communicate something to him that he just, you know, not going to care. I don't expect that he's going to ignore me. I don't expect that, um, that, you know, if I made a, a reasonable request, whether I get a yes or no, I expect an answer. Like you're not just going to not respond. You know what I'm saying? And so if we're talking about our heavenly father and he gives these, he gives these examples in the Bible. Like if your if your earthly father will do good things for you, how much more will your heavenly father do? You know what I'm saying? So we're talking about our heavenly father. We're talking about us being heirs to the throne, heirs to the throne. So we're not talking about some regular degular dad out there. You know what I'm saying? So if we're talking about our heavenly father, why are we okay with not having expectations when it comes to that relationship? Now, in return, on the flip side, <laughs> 
why do we expect that he wouldn't have expectations of us? You know what I'm saying? We're not, he would just be like any other God that everybody else is, 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 is praying to. If we was just sending prayers up and well, I hope that one catches like, nah. And even if you don't get that thing that you're praying for, go get that answer. Go figure out why. Go figure out if like, okay, well, God, maybe what it wasn't your will. Like, what is your will? Go and get that thing. Raise your expectations of your father. Because what's going on is the enemy is involved in a lot of what's not getting answered in your life. There's a whole lot of roadblocks and things like that that we aren't aware of in the spiritual realm. And whether you're somebody who really acknowledges um, the spiritual realm or not, it's there. <laughs> Get in your word and you'll find that there is a spiritual realm that's that, that's always acting simultaneously to our realm. It's above it's above us in a way that it is a lot to grasp. But there's good teaching out there that you can get a better understanding of how the spiritual world is operating. And so whether you not getting the answer has something to do with it being held up by the enemy for some for whatever reason in the spiritual realm or whether your answer you're not getting your answer is. um Spiritually, you know, you might you might not have fine tuned your ear maybe to hear the Holy Spirit. You're not, you know, what I'm saying you're not in a position to be able to hear from God. Whatever it may be, you can go get that answer. Don't ever think that God is something where you got to crack some type of code in order to have a relationship with him in order to in order to hear from him. You know, what I'm saying like there's this, you know, what I'm saying do this, um, pray on your knees five times a day, turn around, jump up and down. No, it ain't all of that. It ain't all of that. First. Start with your expectation. First, start with your heart, submitting, submitting your heart and really being intentional about the things that you are seeking and see all of what the Bible says about prayers. And so, like I've talked about, you know, fasting and things like that in the past. That's that's not always necessarily what it is. But what I'm saying is when you're growing in your relationship with him, when you're fine tuning your ear for the Holy Spirit, these are the things that are going to be developing. Your relationship with him should be growing. And I think, you know, it's at that point where it's like, it's okay. When you look, what's been, excuse me, what's been so eye opening about what I've been reading in the Old Testament is just seeing how, how much they were able to old, you know, Bible characters and everything, how much they were able to reason with God. (laughs) Like that never really dawned on me. And why do we think that he's a God that we we can no longer, you know, do that? Like, no, that was an Old Testament thing. We don't get to talk to God like that. No. I mean, just think about just for one example, the dialogue with Abraham, when God was finna wipe out Sodom and Gomorrah, God was mad, like through with him, finna wipe him out. And he's having a back and forth dialogue with Abraham where he's like, okay, if it's 50 righteous, like you're going to smite them all, God, like he's talking to him on a friend level, like really? Like you're going to do him like that? Like, you know, what about 50 people? Would you spare the 50? God's like, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. And I ain't no 50. Okay, well, let's bring it down to 40, God. You cool with 40? God had patience. You know what I'm saying? He's really going back. They didn't got all the way down to 10. Couldn't even find 10 inside of Megamore, but he still was open to like, yeah, I'll do that. Like if it's, if it's 10 righteous there, I will, I will spare the 10. So it turns, you know, it, it ends up being that just his, um, what is Lot? His nephew? I want to say Lot's his nephew. Don't, don't y'all be quoting me on the Bible now. Y'all know I'm still learning. But I think Lot was his nephew. But it turns out, you know, the nephew and his family was able to be spared. But so many examples when you're reading the Old Testament, 
Because my intention when I'm reading it is I'm learning, like, okay, so I'm, I'm learning God's character. I'm learning, you know, his anger, how, um, how he gives judgment, how he's just. And the reason why they call him a just God, he, there's things that have to be done in certain ways. You know what I'm saying? He's about a book type of guy. You know what I'm saying? But I said, I said all that to say, just like with our, just understanding, like as your relationship is growing with him, like <laughs> it's okay to have that expectation for, for that, for that prayer to be answered. So like, think right now, like what are some of those things that you pray for and didn't get an answer for? Are you just okay in this relationship? To, to just have some things just out there flowing in a way that you don't you don't know why he didn't answer you then they didn't get answered so you just chalk it up as oh what must not have been for me nah I mean that's not the type of relationship that I'm trying to have we have to be intentional with the things that we're praying for you know what I'm saying and at the same on the same um at the same time with the intentionality understanding that we we gotta hold up our end as well. You know what I'm saying? There's some things, there's nothing wrong. I know my brother called me the other night and was telling me like these questions that he had about things because he's trying to get into the word. He has all these questions that he's feeling bad about the questions that he has because he's like, you know, who am I to question God? And it's like, so you know, that right there is why we got to get in the word. People question God all the time <laughs> in the Bible. Now, it, I'm not saying that, you know what I'm saying, question him in a way. <laughs> I'm not saying to be trying God, but there's mad dialogue that they were having with God. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of back and forth, like, you know, God, I don't, I don't really understand why I've got to do it like this. Like this don't make sense. It is okay. Your questions just because you, you, um, you're not, you know, asking God about them. Don't mean the question ain't there. Like the question there, ask him the question. Ask him the question. He wants there to be understanding. Cause the thing is, you can't be the only one that has that question. And what if he needs to use you to be able to provide that answer for somebody else when you come across somebody? You know what I'm saying? So don't feel bad about the questions like, who am I to be questioning God? He wants to be in relationship with us. He want to be in relationship with us. There are so many times in the Bible you would think you would think God was that because I said so type of God. But he really he really wasn't. I'm sure there were some things I don't, you know, I don't know the entire Bible. I'm sure there were some things where he like, I ain't explaining it to you, but I ain't came across it. The things that were asked, he gave an answer in the Bible, especially to those who he was in close, close relationship with. So I don't see based on, based on how he is with me, I don't see God as the, cause I said something, I do it. <laughs> because I'm going to be out here being obedient to your will and your way. And no, I might not know the full picture of everything of why you have me to do things. No, I might, I might not, and I don't need to, and that's a part of my trust, so I'm not going to be asking, you know what I'm saying, every little thing or anything like that, but if there's things that I'm praying for and breakthroughs that I'm not seeing, I'm going to go figure out what it is, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> that is a relationship that I, that I have with my father. That's a relationship that we should all have. Raise your expectations of your father. If you're not hearing things, go to him and see about it. <laughs> What's up? What's what's being held up? And go to your word. He says to seek me like hidden treasure. Praying is not seeking him like hidden treasure. That's why the prayers that you you found that you have been sending these prayers up for a long time and, you, and they're not getting nowhere. What's the next step? What else are we going to do? How badly are you trying to see that thing through? 
Because the whole thing, like, I don't do this for the sake of, I mean, yeah, I do. I definitely care about where you, where you end up, where you eternally end up. But it's so much bigger. That's why, that's why staying on the little, the, the baby level of, um, did I mess up here? Um, let me, let me repent for every little thing, the behavior. Let me, let me make sure I look like the right Christian. That's why all of that is so low level. God wants to go so much more deeper with us. There's so many secrets and mysteries and says in the word that he wants to reveal to us. He wants us to have his mind. So he wants us to get to a closer understanding. We'll never fully be able to understand how he functions because he is God, but he wants us to get more of an understanding. So that low level, just worrying about that, like, no, because at the end of the day, we know, we know what, what it takes to be saved. We know what it takes to receive salvation. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. Eternity is solidified. Okay, cool. But we are here right now. So what's the best way that I can maneuver and get everything that you wrote about me before you put me in my mother's womb? What is the best way that I can maneuver through this life and get everything done that you wrote for me? And do it with as least turmoil as possible. Because <laughs> that's, that's the reality of the situation. Some of the turmoil we're going through is mad avoidable. And that's one place where we got to get honest with ourselves. There's things now that I'm looking at like, dang, I wish I would have never stopped chasing God. I just know I could have bypassed some of this foolishness. <laughs> now, in some of the foolishness, you know, it might have, it had to play a part because regardless, he's working things for the good of those who love him. A lot of people like that scripture. He's working everything for your good and they stop it right there. He is not working everything for everybody's good. And that's just that on that. It's for those who love him. All right. So, no, it ain't my place to say. Who's in that number or not? But he know your heart. He know. You know, we love to say, God know my heart. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Maybe your favorite thing. God know my heart, child. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's that, that's just the, the, the question that I have. <laughs> why, why do you pray? Are you just praying, hoping that one of your prayers stay hoping that he cares? I mean, if, if the word said he care about every hair on your head, child, that's a, that's some hair. I mean, even if, even if you bald, I mean, you get what he's saying. <laughs> he care about every hair on your head, but you think that he don't care enough to, to answer your prayers, to give you some understanding, raise your expectations. Go find them. Don't just be okay with things like that. Don't just be okay with, I got anxiety. Don't just be okay with, I got depression. Don't just be okay with um, living in poverty. Don't just be okay with that situation. Don't just be okay with that. And when you get in the word, the importance of the word is knowing some of these things, getting to know his character, getting to know how he is as a father. I learn more every day, child, especially going back to reread things. I've been doing a lot of rereading of like stories that I'm familiar with because I grew up in the church. Um, but I never read for myself and just like mad revelation is like, dang, God wants to move you beyond this, how you look as a Christian. He wants to change who you are. He wants relationship. He could care less. Like who are, you're not fooling anyone but yourself to spend all your time focusing on how you look We gotta, we gotta 
be able to elevate. He wants us to mature. We can't be stuck on this low level. You know, what is, what does, what's crossing the line or not? You know, pay attention, pay attention to your spirit. He convicts people differently. And that's cool. How, how we look does play a part, especially, especially as a kingdom leader. But if that's something that you're having to focus on, then, you know, it seems like you just need to go to the root. It needs like you, you need to go to the, the heart <laughs> because we're trusting that it's his Holy Spirit that's going to be transforming us, not us, because we're not righteous by our works. We're righteous by our faith in him that he has made us righteous. It's too much pressure to be worrying about every little step and where you misstep and things like that. It's too much pressure to be doing all that. Now, yes. Yes, repentance is, is still necessary. I'm just talking about living your life on, on just this level of correcting your behavior. Allow the Holy Spirit to do something, child. <laughs> Holy Spirit going to work it out and everything ain't going to happen overnight. It's really not, but... God, God wants to be able to go deeper with us. In that, evaluate them prayers. Go back. Go back to your journal. What you prayed for that ain't got answered. What you prayed for that's still just out in the wind. Go get that answer. Go figure out why, why you didn't see it happen. Go figure that thing out. Raise your expectations. That's your daddy. He's going to let your daddy just ignore you. My daddy ain't ignoring me. I'm, I'm his favorite. Now I don't know if my other siblings will agree. But that's the kind of energy that I got with my Heavenly Father. I got to be his favorite. <laughs> I got to be the favorite. You know what I'm saying? Have that, have that favorite syndrome with your daddy, okay? As far as I'm concerned, all of my prayers are at the top of the list. Okay? That's what we got to get. What do you pray for? I don't pray to just get ignored. That ain't, that ain't what I'm doing. If I'm thinking that this prayer ain't going to get answered, I don't need to be praying it, child. <laughs> I ain't got no business praying it. Because my faith already love faith. And the things hoped for, you know what I'm saying, that, that are unseen. So, like, I'm not praying things without faith. I have faith that I'm going to get an answer for that thing. God's going to answer me. I'm talking to you. Yeah, I'm just clowning. But, yeah, that's just what I wanted to say today. Um, Definitely... Definitely what God is showing me. You know, I'd I be real transparent on my walk. That's what this is all about. I go through it too. I fight battles too. But as, as God reveals things to me, I mean, that's, that's what he has me doing. That's why I reveal things to y'all. There's some major keys. And I see more and more as I read the word, the value in it. And just seeing the word in different ways. And like, before you get in your word, um, you know what I'm saying? Pray. Pray that you'll ask God to um, reveal it to you and give you a new life. I know that there's those times where you're like, I know I should read the word, but I don't know what to read. I'm bored. There's studies out there. Maybe maybe in that time, um, go to a teaching that somebody has on something. You know what I'm saying? He's ordained people to teach things. Go find a teaching on it. You know? Ask him. And I only say this. I'm always, always, always speaking from my personal experience. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you how to study his word. Yes, it's cool. You know, I know, um, you know, people like to read the Bible up and down. I think that's great. <laughs> if that's what he's calling you to do. But then once you read that upside down, because it does say you're only foolish. You're foolish to uh, what? Read the word and not, not uh, live it or do it. 
So you can, you know, read it just so that you know where things are and all of that. But teach him, ask him to teach you how to study it. I promise you he'll do it because he taught me. Now, I did have a little bit of an advantage. My mama did teach me too. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, I, I understand that it's not something as simple as, oh, let me just open up the word and see all this stuff that Amber be talking about. No, I never want to make things seem... Um, you know, unrealistic. I try to be realistic about things, but a good place to start because of where I started, them questions, them questions that eat, that you might even feel ashamed that you have. Like, I should probably know this. Yeah. I told y'all where mine started. If you go back to the very beginning of my journey, I was wondering how Jesus was a Jew. And, and look, it, it, it's real ignorant. Okay. It's real ignorant. You know, the difference between a religion and culture and all, I get it. Look, I, look, but this was me and I put myself out there. I'm trying to figure out how Jesus is a Jew, but we Christians. You know, I, I don't understand it. Where did we first get called Christian? I didn't understand how this story connected to that story. So start with them questions and let them lead you. Honestly, well, that's a part of, you know what I'm saying, that relationship. But just with any relationship, your relationship with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, with anybody, like you don't expect that relationship to just stay the same. You expect it to grow. You have those expectations. Have those expectations with your father, your heavenly father. So thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for listening, for tuning in. Write a review, share. If it blesses you, let it bless somebody else. And we'll see y'all next time.